Welcome back to another episode of Preschool Pioneers. I'm your host, Jeremy Walker. You can follow us on our parent network, CR101 Radio, on social media such as Facebook, Twitter, MeWe, Gab, Rumble, and YouTube. And you can also subscribe to this podcast on your preferred platform so that you never miss an episode. Visit cr101radio.com forward slash preschool pioneers for these links. So let's get started. This episode is entitled E is for Experts, the Deliberate Replacement of Experience by Ideological Professionals. Welcome back, guys. New episode here for you. We'd like to start every episode of Preschool Pioneers with answering a question. Why Christians should become teachers. Well, Christians should become teachers because there's been a deliberate replacement of knowledge by revelation and experience by certified ideological professionals. Nothing is true unless it is in accordance with these humanistic ideologies. No one should teach unless they have been certified and given permission to do so by humanistic agencies. And no one has answers to life's problems that does not have a title awarded to them by the same. The tyranny of the educational experts must be broken. And only Christians have the tools to do this. One of those is faith, and the other is the Word of God. Well, today we are talking about experts and the problem with them. Some years ago, I heard about a book entitled The Tyranny of the Experts, which kind of gave a little bit of inspiration for this episode. But there are some clue words that are out there, which parents and teachers are supposed to bow to. And it's very important. One of the courses, expert, professional, certified, degreed, or of course, my favorite, specialist. So I want to talk about today how these things have happened, why it's dangerous, what you need to look out for as a parent and a teacher, and Christians in particular, why you need to get involved. Because without Christians getting involved, we have an endless cycle of this information propagated to us by humanistic ideologies that is not true, but is sold as true. And everybody's supposed to bow to it as if it's true. Look no further than the current COVID-19 crisis over the last year and a half that has been sold to people that you can't make up your own mind about your health and safety. You must listen to the experts, to the professionals. You must listen to organizations with fancy letters like the FDA. These are the people who you must listen to. In fact, not only should you listen to them because it's the moral right thing to do, you must listen to them and we're going to make you do it. This is at the heart of the concept of tyranny. So over the last year and a half, we've gotten a very, very good dose of this, including the idea that wearing masks is good for children. Somehow that this is doing something to prevent spread of something from something that somebody does not have. However... Interestingly enough, the health department has not changed their rules or regulations for schools. So the only thing that's happening in schools and at the top ends of government are artificially forced regulations and rules. 
they call them suggestions, but there are no laws where those things are concerned. And everybody will be surprised and shocked to hear that the health department regulations have not changed for COVID-19 any more than they've changed for the flu or for diarrhea or fever. Because people have given up their common sense. People have given up specifically their rights in the United States of America. And parents, however, teachers, did this a long time ago. This is not some thing that just happened last week or last month or last year, a year and a half ago. It's been going on for a very, very long time. And we're just now starting to see the fruits of it. The idea that the president of the United States could get up on national television and say that your rights don't matter. Your personal preferences do not matter. And we're going to force you to do something medically when you're healthy is insane that America has gotten to the level where everybody's just like, well, okay, that makes sense. Well, it's not hard because the tyranny of the experts has almost come full circle in every realm. But education has been one of the most prolific because what's been happening to start with is that the past has to be erased. It has to be debased. Nothing can be true that has not come from the experts of today. And you see this. This is what we call unreasonable. But this is how the tyranny of the experts works. If you're a parent, if you're a teacher, all the information that might be in the past, that you might have had in the past, has no sway on the future. You're not allowed to go to previous expert teachers, meaning experienced teachers who were in the field for 60 years or more, and get any information from them. You have to follow the modern ideas. Everything in the past must be erased. All of it. The experts of today, they claim that their knowledge is based in reality and that the results of this are because of careful study of children, society. But it's not. This is not how these things are come about. You hear the concept of science-based and study-based and all the rest. It's a bunch of malarkey. As a parent, Christian parents, specifically Christian teachers, you have to understand that these are nothing but a bunch of lies. Nobody stops and asks themselves a couple questions. You're an expert, right? Expert in what? You're a professional. A professional what? You're certified in something. Certified in what? What are you degreed in? What have you decided to specialize in? Well, see, the parent and the other teachers that are out there, you're supposed to give sway and bow down to these humanistic ideologies and religious zealots, which is what they really are. See, they're experts in humanistic ideologies. They're professionals at propagating such things. They only certify those people who can spew back the same ideological beliefs that they want in every school in America, in every home in America. They do not give you a degree let you put initials on attached to your name, PhD, bachelor's degree, whatever, unless you can demonstrate that you have absorbed the information and can spew it back to them. 
their concepts of reality. And then you can become a specialist in the field. And people will come to you to talk to you because they want your specialized knowledge, which you do not possess. See, these people, if you stop and look at them over the last couple of years, have really shown just how much they're out of touch with reality. I mean, they had many things off base. All of it starts with the concept of evolution, everything. When your concept of a child is that the great, 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 great ancestor crawled out of primordial ooze that just happened, and they're nothing more than an animal, then everything is just cause and effect. There is no soul. There's no purpose. There's nothing. And this is where they start. They start with a child as basically an animal, nothing more than a dog or a cat or maybe a feral lion. But this is not what a child is. A child is a special creation created by God with purpose. And yet these people, their knowledge, all of it, starts with the wrong premise. It's not based in reality. Even of late, male and female has been a controversial subject. Why in the world is this controversial? Boys are boys and girls are girls. Not a complicated concept. But all the experts, all the professionals, all the degree specialists, even the medical field, trying to give people the idea that male and female are not what we know them to be. And if you don't think it is, well, you're just not an expert. You're just ignorant. As I said before, the past has to be erased. Any information must be debased. And you, if you're going to reject this idea, we won't teach it to your children, then you are the enemy. And they highly believe this. But it's not based in reality. Any more than the COVID-19, all the different things that have happened over the year and a half, is based in reality. It's not. There are not people all around the country dying as they are trying to portray Death is a normal part of life because of the fall. It's something we've all learned to live with. Just like when you get in your car every day, there's a possibility that you might die. Car accidents and deaths are every single day. And we know this to be the case and to be true. See, the problem is these experts, professional, certified degree specialists are all about power. Power in particular over the child, over the schools, over the teacher your heart, and your mind. How is it that the United States government has gone from a very powerful government with high morale for being an American to where today people are burning the American flag and spitting on it? They've changed American history now. As I said, the past has to be erased. Throwing down monuments because we have madmen, rebels in America today. Their ideologies are finally taking root. And, of course, the chickens have come home to roost. We are only seeing what we've been propagating for the last 50 years or more. We shouldn't be upset. We should be proud of all that's going on because we've worked hard at it. We've given it up without a fight. Christians have been absent. It's not the humanist's fault. Christians have failed to do their jobs. Parents have failed to do their jobs. Don't go out there blaming the president because your child turned out the way they did. Don't go out there and blame somebody else for the way your students turned out, you failed as a teacher. See, any knowledge, 
advice or methodology that are not rooted in current ideological teachings is supposed to be questionable. It, in fact, not only questionable, it's supposed to be harmful to children and could cause them to fail to thrive, a famous clue word there for them. This just means that anybody who teaches something like Christianity, it's not rooted in these ideological beliefs. This is definitely for them questionable because they believe that Christians are teaching a faith. They are teaching science. Nothing could be farther from the truth. When you look at the two side by side, Christianity and our faith teaches according to reality. In other words, what we see in the real world is reflected by the teaching of the Bible. And that should be the case. That's what happens with truth. You see what you're teaching. The sky is blue. When we say that God made man, male and female, that's exactly what we see. It's not complicated. When we look around the world and we see its intricacies and its amazing diversity in creation, we know that we can understand when God says he created the world. There is no explanation except that. That is our starting point. And that's what all education has to be. See, for us, it's the other side of our way. Anybody who questions God's existence, questions creation, questions the word of God, that is what is questionable, which is all government education in America today and around the world. That is what is harmful to children, messing up them physically, emotionally, definitely mentally. And these, this right here is what's going to cause them to fail to thrive. And we look at the product. Look at it. Look what we're seeing, and you tell me that these children are not damaged mentally and physically. You're telling me that we're having children go to school every day wearing masks, and that's good for their health. You're telling me that we're having children wear masks every day and to be careful about being in bubbles around each other, and this is good for their thriving in the future? No, it's not. It's meant for one thing, to force children to listen to the government. That's it. It's ideological belief and indoctrination. Now, see, parents are told that they're not allowed to go to Revelation because it doesn't exist. You can't go to the Bible because it's not real. It's a book of fairy tales. And you can't go to your parents from the past or anyway from the past for advice about what to do as a parent with your child. You have to go to these experts. You have to go to these degreed people. It makes me want to vomit every time I hear somebody say, well, I'm going to a specialist, a specialist. 99.9% .9 of the time, if you go to a specialist and ask them if your child has a problem, they're going to say yes. Why? Because they are the specialist. You need them. They don't have a job without selling you a bucket of goods. And 99.9% .9 of the time, these issues that you think your child has are made up most often. Most of them have to do with things that are just normal to childhood. Differences between children, when they speak, when they walk, when they talk. All these things are normal. And to have differences between children is also very normal. You don't have to freak out because your child's not talking or learning or reading or walking or running at the same space as somebody else. All people are different. You continue to work with them, and these things correct themselves 99.9% .9 of the time. But the danger of saying you can't go to Revelation means there's no knowledge outside of the here 
and the now. No knowledge of any sorts, here and now. And we've seen what the fruits of this are. The destruction of the family, the destruction of morality in the youth. I mentioned the prison, uh, the preschool-to-prison pipeline, the last episode of Preschool Pioneers. And that's exactly what's happened, the fruits of these parents listening to these so-called experts, grandparents, who should know better, who should know better. They lived in a different society when I was growing up. I'm not yet a grandparent myself, but I'm vastly getting close to that age myself, just past 40. We are then now in a different era, and we should remember what society was like when we were children, how parents raised us, how the schools worked with us, and the results of that. It wasn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but you did not have what you have today. You did not have children grossly disrespecting all authorities around them. That did not happen. You did not have that. All people were, to some extent, partners in making sure that children were raised properly in some ways. But now there's a giant disconnect, and the only constant is the state. The only safety is the state-certified professional. Everybody else is questionable. Everybody else is out to get you. Everybody else is out to, to harm you. This is dangerous when you have this disconnect. You have grandparents who will turn in parents who are trying to parent their children to DCF, state agencies, to come in and take and rip the children away from them. Not for just causes, but because for some reason they have bought into ideological beliefs about what is best for the child. And they will call in DCF to rip apart their child's life and their grandchildren's lives. And what would they get? Well, maybe they'll put them in foster care. Or a lot of the time, the parent uh, will be losing their child and the grandparent will try to take them in. Why? To try to prove that they're better than their child is at parenting. And it makes me sick every time I see this. It happens so often. You're not in competition with your child for the love of your grandchild. You're not in competition with your child to see that you are a better mommy or better daddy than they are now. It makes me sick. They should be helping each other. Instead of seeing the state as questionable, it's seen as all loving. It's seen as all caring, all responsible, all helpful. It is godless idol worship where they put the state, which they know better, on a pedestal of perfection. And everybody else underneath is questionable, and you should not listen to them. They're not there to help you. They're not your support system. Everything must come from the state. Everything must come from the government, for your education, for your support, for your medical care. Everything comes from the almighty state. They're training you to do this. They're training your children to do this. And they're winning. They're doing a great job. Why are they winning? That's a better question. God is allowing things to transpire as they are. They're not spiraling out of control. God is in control of all of it. Mostly because Christians fail to do their jobs. Christian parent, mainly you. Christian teachers, secondarily, fail to engage society and help those in need. 
Because, see, if you really want to get really good advice, you need to find somebody that has produced a product that you're hoping to produce yourself. As a parent, don't go to some state-certified degreed specialist who is fresh out of college and can spew out what's in a corrupt textbook. What you need to do is find a person, a adult, who has children, probably grown at this point, who you can look at them and see the product that they consistently were able to produce and get advice from that person. See, that right there, experience, that's where you want to start because this person has practical real-world value. And yes, they're going to have religious uh, groundings and backgrounds. Hopefully, you're talking to a Christian at this point because that's the kind of product that you're hoping to produce. But this is what you should be looking at because I see every day the products of humanistic ideologies, and this is not something you want to mimic. You should be not taking the advice from these people, nor from the people who gave them the advice that produced the product that they produced with their child. See, modern humanistic educators have completely lost touch with reality because that's what they gave up, was reality itself. When you give up reality, you give up sanity, you give up reason, and everything must be sacrificed on the altar of ideology, religious, fanatical ideology. And that's what you're seeing also on a national scene with the whole COVID-19 stuff is radical ideology. And they will force it on you. And only by God's graces will we turn things around. But it starts in the home. It starts in the classroom. We didn't get to the place where we're at now because people did their jobs. We got to the place where we're at now because people withheld the revelation that God has given to us. People have withheld the parental authorities that they possess and given up to the experts to make their life easier, to make their jobs simple. Well, wake up. It's not easy being a parent. It's extraordinarily complicated. It's not easy to be a teacher. Everything is difficult. Everything takes hard work. Everything takes patience. Everything takes humility. And if you're going to be a good Christian parent or a good Christian educator, it takes dedication. Because what needs to happen is we cannot be shy about rejecting the insanity of these so-called expert advice. And we can't shy away from embracing the wisdom that comes from the Word of God and our Creator. They're not shy about rejecting you. And you shouldn't be shy about rejecting them. It should be a very deliberate, purposeful thing that you are cognitively doing. If we're going to, at any point in time, cast off the chains of the ideological professionals, of the humanism that has lost touch with reality, then we have to come back to reality, come back to our faith, come back to the revelation that God has given to us. And if you're going to be a good Christian parent, if you want to be a very good Christian teacher, that's what you're going to have to do. Well, let's go ahead and move on. I want to remind everybody about our parent network, CR101 Radio Network. You can find it at CR101Radio.com. We have a 24-hour-a-day radio station that runs all the time there. You can find the uh, live broadcast there. You can find all of our podcasts, including Preschool Pioneers, there as well. And um, so check that out. 
Also want to remind you, you can check out Rush Dooney Radio at rushdooneyradio.org. It's also one of our parent websites and projects, so you can uh, take a look at that. But let's jump into our Preschool Pioneers Field Guide, second part of our podcast here. And I want to talk about some practical aspects about how to handle new customers and even potential customers as well. Number one, always be yourself. Now, don't try to have a double persona where in your private life you're one way, in your professional life you're another. Now, there's some things that might change, of course, but for the most part, you need to be yourself because people, this rolls us into number two, parents are looking to purchase trust, not programs from you. Now, this is generally true that people are looking for trust. So when you sell your, uh, your program, you're really selling yourself. That's the biggest thing. And being yourself is, is what you are. They're going to learn to trust you. You're making a personal connection with parents and families and children. And so they need to learn to be able to trust you. Now, see, the only time that this isn't true is when somebody is trying to fit into a crowd. They go to a school not based on the programs. They don't go to the school based on who's there, but the clout, kind of a class-climbing clout. And that's different. And at that point, they're not, you're not selling yourself. You're not even selling your programs. You're just selling the club. You can become part of the club. And you can charge you know, four times the amount of child care that a normal person needs to charge for child care because you're not selling a product. You're not selling child care. You're selling club, club membership, basically. And, uh, but if you're a Christian, that's not your goal. Your goal is to have prices that are going to be relevant to your customers, people who can afford you, and to help as many people as you possibly can. You're not looking to create a club. You're looking to help those people that need your help the most in your local community. And the base behind all this is trust. That moves us into number three, comfort is king during a sale and also every day. You need to be relaxed. Uh, be yourself, uh, talk to people, get to know them, share, confide, ask how their day went. See, you're not just selling a car where you're a one-time purchase and you never really see the person again. Every single day when a customer comes into a child care facility in particular, you're selling them every day, every time there's an experience. Every problem that comes up, you have to handle it properly. Every concern has to be handled and dealt with in a manner consistent to make the person happy and uh, make sure it was handled properly. But comfort is king. You can't just sell them one time and then just, well, never talk to the person again and let them come in and out the door. You're selling yourself. You're selling trust. Now, people will love your programs. Like if at Grace Community School, we have wonderful programs for reading and all kinds of other things. But primary is the person. And then, of course, number four, we're going to close up this kind of advice for the field guide here is say what you're going to do and then do what you say. Very important to have open communication with people. Let them know what to expect from your school, from you, and then to follow through with that. That also comes back to breeding, once again, trust. So if you want to breed trust, that's what you do. So that's my advice for today for those people who are prospectively entering into the field of either working in a child care center or running one themselves, how to handle new customers and potential customers, be yourself, sell trust in yourself, give people comfort, and always say what you're going to do and do what you're going to say. 
Third, I want to point out some tools and resources that I think might help you if you're thinking about getting involved, which we're hoping to do. And uh, at least with this podcast, we want to help hopefully inspire you, then uh, get you equipped, and then help you get involved. But we have a book. It's called A Full Reward, Reformation Through Family-Run Christian Schools, written by Reverend Aaron Slack, my brother-in-law. And it's a great book. talks about the, the purpose and the reason for running family-run Christian schools. And it's a great book. You can pick it up from Amazon as digital or from us at our website. Uh, one of the websites is gcsapprenticeship.com forward slash materials. Scroll down, you'll see the book. And or you can get it from Amazon. Uh, just go to Amazon and type in a full reward, Reformation through family-run Christian schools, or type in Reverend Aaron Slack. You can pull up his name. I'll have a link to this in the description as well. But basically it comes down to a couple things in his book. He talks about earning a living uh, as a family, how the husband and wife can work side by side, how you can maintain control of your children's education, and, of course, how you can help the children and families in your local community as well. And you can do all these things at the same time without ever having to leave where you already live. So check that out, A Full Reward Reformation Through Family-Run Christian Schools. And as I said, I'll post the links on there as well. And lastly, as we're wrapping up this episode, E is for experts, I want to share some comments from parents and clients we have at our schools. Because as I said, Grace Community School has been open since 1986 when the first one opened up. Seven locations currently. And uh, you're looking to give people a good experience. People will recommend you if you do your job properly. And in general, Christians are the best business people, and they're the best educators. They're supposed to be. A comment from Jonathan, quote, We have our two toddlers enrolled at Grace Community, and both have flourished tremendously. We love how kind, attentive, and caring their teachers are. One of our little ones had extreme separation anxiety, and her teacher, Miss Carol, was so patient and loving as she transitioned in. Now she excitedly arrives at her classroom, eager to stay as she waves us off each day. She has flourished and is a completely calm and confident kid. We also appreciate how all the staff members know the children's names and make them feel special from the moment that they enter every morning. We love this community. Unquote. That's from Jonathan. Another quote from Ryan. Ryan says, What an amazing place. Well run and extremely friendly. I was referred by someone, and I'm happy that I followed through with a tour. My son loves the activities and recognizes his teachers even outside the school. It's very well maintained and helpful. Definitely giving Grace Community Schools five stars. And that's from Ryan. If you'd like to hear more about these types of testimonies or read more about them, you can go to our website at gracecommunityschools.com forward slash reviews dash and dash testimonials or just go to gracecommunityschools.com and click on reviews. But that is our episode today for Preschool Pioneers. I do want to thank everybody for joining me today on Ease for Experts. I certainly hope I've given you something to think about, about your responsibilities as parents and educators, and specifically why Christians need to get involved if we want to make a difference 
in this world, not just complain about it. So this is Jeremy Walker reminding you to check us out at cr101radio.com forward slash preschool pioneers. Wishing you a good day. Thank you for joining me and God bless.